0: Before we pop our corks, can I ask you a huge favour? If you don't already follow us, would you hit the follow button and give us a follow? You see the three little dots at the top right hand of your screen? Just tap that, hit the follow show tab. It's the first on the drop down menu and ta-da, that means two things. One, you're never going to miss an episode and two, it really does help us to bring you the very best guests there are out there. Speaking of which, on with the show. And welcome to White Wine Question Time, the podcast that asks its guests three thought-provoking questions over three glasses of wine. And my guest this week has been a familiar face in our living rooms all our adult life. Be it playing Mandy Dingle in ITV's award-winning Emmerdale, taking a lead in Kay Miller's Fat Friends, portraying Lorna in the BAFTA Award-winning three girls, hosting You've Been Framed, or quick stepping away up the strictly leaderboard. Born and raised in Bury, Manchester, she trained as a child actor at the Oldham Theatre Workshop from the age of nine and had bagged herself an agent by the time she was 12 who went on to secure extra work on Brookside and Coronation Street before a small part on Emmerdale came her way. She made such an impression, the soap's producers decided to make Mandy Dingle a permanent character and she stayed with the show until 2001 only to return 17 years later where she's showing no signs of going anywhere, sitting at the heart of of all the action in the Dales. She lives with her fiance Al, an American musician in Manchester, but I'm thrilled to say that today, she's here with me in our London studios, Lisa Riley. How the devil are you?
2: Um, So do you know, I mean, wow, literally that's like an iPad of love. I'm like, I need to literally print that out and just go, Oh, someone loves me. That's gorgeous. That's just lovely, yeah. Lisa Riley as I live and breathe, the last time we were together for
0: any considered amount of time, we were touring the UK, caked in fake tams.
2: Sticking with sequins yes. and touring with Strictly, I know. All them years back now, it's yeah, it's ten years ago. Ten now. years, I can't Ten years, that. I know. And then it was, it was a joy. Our cast and. Uh, Everyone says it. We we were so close. You saw that yourself. Yeah. You know, we're still all friends now. And, yeah. And it was like the the programme producers kind of wanted us to make us, like, competitive. And we were like, no, we're just having a right good laugh and having a shower bang going on all oh, around the country. The tour country. was
0: brilliant, it was wasn't fabulous. it?
2: fabulous. I was a very, very new young mum. So I was
0: touring with the baby um, and staying in apartments and hopping on and off the tour bus. But you were, I mean, literally, the band loved you. Yeah. The cast loved you. The yeah. crew loved you. And the crowd loved you. You and I two days, well, on matinee days,
2: twice a day. Yeah, yeah. And gave it what for, babe? Yeah, I know. It was, do you know what the best thing about Strictly was it was a little bit of a two fingers, because when when it got announced, right, because there'd been the Ann Widicombs and the John Sargent's prior, right, it was kind of a little bit like, when when they sort of, like, gave the pictures, it was like, oh, here she comes, she's, you know, she's the curvy one, she'll be the joke. And it's like, oh, right, well, big girls can't move. And it was like, well, I can. I can dance and I've got rhythm and I want to learn and I want to be a sponge. I want to take in all the information that Robin gave me and I think as well you know Rob you know we, Robin we, Windsor we, we, we was your we were partner. yeah Robin Windsor no we were Will and Grace we were you know <laughs> yeah, and you we were. were Will and Grace and we'll always be Will and Grace <laughs> you know and I love that and we're still as close as we, we've ever been you know I was seeing him in his show I was, I was like a proud mum sat on the second row going that's my boy you know and he's, and he's still dancing so yeah the show the show is brilliant you know, you know you worked in it with us for years it's, mm. it's like who doesn't want to be involved with Strictly it's stressful don't get me wrong um, and <laughs> Those eight a shows
0: get. a week at that that level when you're playing to 20,000 a show. Yeah. You know, some days you're doing 40,000, you I right? know? It takes it out of you, but my God, I had some of the best times on that. Oh, because we partied
2: hard on that tour. Yeah. We, we partied so hard. And I'll never, ever forget, right, and Robin still gives me the glare when I tell this story. And, well, you remember it well. We were in Nottingham, right? Yeah. Nottingham Marina. And, yes, we'd had quite a few bottles of Molbeck on the bus coming over as we got to Nottingham, as we did. Got there at night, didn't we? And then we'd check in. Yeah, so we'd leave a show, get yeah. on the
0: bus, yeah. drive to the next city. Yes. Have a few drinks and a couple of ham sandwiches on the bus. Yes. And, and then check into the hotels in our onesies yes. and then get up and do the next show the
2: next day. Yes, yeah, so this was Nottingham and yeah. we'd had a lot of Malbec on the bus and yes, as you said, I was friends with the band and we had a few like lock-ins in the lobby uh, lobby bar of the hotel and um, we went to the show at 7 o'clock and I literally turned to Kim Winston, the producer, and I was like, have you got some Panadol, please? <laughs> I just need Panadol. <laughs> My head was pounding. Literally, I was sweating the tan off. I was like, just, <laughs> like drink sweats completely. And I looked at Robin, I was like, I I don't know if I can do it. And he's like, come in the corner, we'll practice. I said, it's not the case. I said, I know the routine. I just don't think I can give anything. I said, I'm absolutely hanging. I'm hanging. I am an off-license on legs. Literally. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a human bottle of molbeck. right? (laughs) And so I go and I literally did the show. However, when we did our famous catch lift, uh, we changed it on the tour and we gave it more room. We not only did the catch, if you remember, we did the handstand lift. Yes, you did. And I dropped him. (laughs) And it was like I remember. this. Remember? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I dropped him. I dropped you him. Drunk, dropped him. And I just <laughs> literally, because you, you've got the dance routine in your head, you're just going, keep going. You know, Doctor Footlights. The lights are on. Keep going. Yeah. Which I did. When we'd had the chat with you, and he's smiling, he's smiling. He's got my hand, and he's like this. The second we left you after our interview, <laughs> and we got we got the, like the straight eight score, we went through the back tunnel where you'd arrived from. And he just looked at me and the glare he gave me <laughs> and I was like "Ah!" And he'd hurt himself. He'd hurt his elbow. You know, they're professional dancers. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. But I mean, you know, I've made it up to him tenfold. Tenfold, you know. And um, yeah, but that's that will always be our our, our amazing story of Nottingham when I dropped him. You yes. two had a lovely bond actually. The, the genuine friendship grew out of that, didn't it? Oh yeah, inseparable. And and trust, you know. And, and I've yeah. been there for him a lot and he's been there for me so much. And when I was on the show and when I said, you know, thank you for putting up with me it wasn't a case of like what had gone on with the routines and, and tirelessly being my tutor is because no one knew that my mum had just passed and he was he was my rock he was my everything because i distinctly said to the producers i was like under no circumstances can anybody know that my mum has just passed right because the thought of someone picking up my, that phone and voting for me and rob robin because of that that rather than what we were doing on the dance floor that would kill me it would destroy me and also my mum wouldn't have wanted that you know and so it was so raw for you still it Liz. was it was and do you know what, I, I do think I, and I've said this many times, I put like the Strictly duvet over me to get me through that, that utter, utter It was term. your fire blanket at the time, wasn't it? Oh, I love that. i never heard that before. That's beautiful. Yeah, it was.
0: It was my totally fire blanket. It no, for. it's beautiful. Yeah, it, it literally. It, it but I think we could all see that on the tour with you. You yeah. were so raw. Yeah. And you were determined to carry on because that's what your mum would have wanted. Yeah. Your mum loved Strictly. Yeah. You were worried about your dad. You were trying to keep it all together. Yeah. The show must go on. Yeah, but we were all side-eyeing you when you thought, you know, when we thought you weren't looking, going, "Is she okay?" Yeah, I wasn't. God, you, of course you weren't. You no. were, you were. Getting on with it as best yeah. you could, and yeah. I don't know how you did. And that's, I think, the late nights in the bars. I know sometimes
2: you shouldn't self-medicate, but I think honestly, at some some points, that probably was quite helpful to you. Totally agree. I remember, I remember. Well, you will remember when we won Manchester, and of course, Manchester is where I'm from. I'm born and bred Mancunian, and I had so many family, so many friends, so many mm. guests that wanted to embrace my joy, that wanted to go, "We're here for you." But I kind of cocooned myself, and I was just going, like, "I was like, hi," and they're like, "Well, should we see you after?" I was like, and we're talking honestly, Kate, we're talking like probably 75 people here, right? <laughs> excluding dad, right? And I'm just like, hi, uh, bye. Because I didn't want to face reality. If I left that that safety bubble the of strictly, bubble. right, and I was with my 75 friends, family, guests, people I adore, you know, my nearest and dearest, then that took me back to the realization of agony and pain. But of course, then February 19th came. End you of know. The show. And the tour was over the series was over you know the frocks go back in the wardrobe Robin yes of course was my lifelong friend we went to New York he got engaged it lasts for six weeks (laughs) (laughs) a campus engagement up in a helicopter but hey that's another story we're all still friends and (laughs) yeah and so we kind of did that New York trip and then again it was it was that middle of March and then I went back home I went back to Manchester and I was just like I don't want to be here I don't want to be here and there was something then in March and that was a hard conversation with my dad and I was like what have I said dad what have I said to you I want to I want to leave Berry, I want to leave Manchester and he's like it's your home it's where your family are your bestest friends you know I, I want to go I want to leave and I said when mum died here something died in me I want to go to London and literally within you did. The space of like three months, I would bought my house in Notting Hill and, and thought that was my forever home. And there she is now, the girl, the girl back in Yorkshire. Yeah, but it's processing, right? It's, it's dealing yeah. with stuff. And sometimes you need to run from pain until you're ready to sit with it. But Notting Hill helped me in that sense. Yeah. Because my friends came to me, we'd have a lovely time. I then gave up every morsel of alcohol because I realised that what I call, you know, you put a blister strip on your life. Yeah, I had to self heal. I had to let the blister Mm. hurt me really, really sting and pop. Um, And I did because my friends were coming to me. I was I'll admit it. I'm a bit of a control freak. You know, I'm cancerian. Right. I own that. And I think that I I owned my pain. And so by doing that, it was like just going, what am I doing? What am I doing? I have a lovely life. I have a wonderful career, you know, and so it was a time when I just went right well let's see if I can give it up and here we are and I'm like how many Brianna. years now seven years Lisa I mean like listen <gasps> for, for,
0: for people listening yeah you could drink nearly eh? Oh god of course I could but you were yeah. human morbid bottle <laughs> literally <laughs> yes. like, literally I watched you drink the band under the table yeah, on yeah, the bus yeah, yeah. and still sink out. And, and still make sense and then check into a hotel and do a couple of selfies with people I'm like <gasps> where's she putting it Jesus, she can sign a registration form and everything. I would have been boss-eyed. Yeah. But you just stopped. Yeah. That was it. I think you always knew what you needed when, and the control freak in you knew when to go, right, that's enough now because I don't control it. There's
2: a chance that this might start controlling yeah, me. Yeah, I'm out. The Siggies were harder. I'll, I'll, I've always said that. Even now, if I'm like... I can't believe you London. did those shows drinking and smoking. <laughs> been still smokes so now i tell him I'm going, what are you still smoking for <laughs> yeah but they can do it you know but yeah the the Siggy's, even to this day if i'm like coming out the station and i can smoke, when you mm. walk out i'm like oh no yeah that's still yeah but no it kind of it was that closure and it's the best best decision i ever made. you know that jeez more than anybody yeah best decision i ever made in my life well yeah
0: i commend you
2: um, so sorry, I'm not drinking the wine on today. No, I know. No, it's titled White Wine. I mean, No, but Ms. listen, we've had lots of people who
0: don't drink on the show, and that's great too. The idea is about getting together with friends yeah. and letting the conversation flow. Yeah. So with that in mind, are you ready for your first question? Oh, hit me. <laughs> So, question number one. As an actress. In a serial drama, you are no stranger to a big storyline or a major plot twist. But when has your own life come close to resembling a moment or a chapter that could have passed for a big soap storyline?
2: There's so many, yeah, because uh, sometimes, you know, and you'll appreciate this, there's times where... I'm, you know, I'm a confident person, but you know me. I'm, I'm my friends and my family. I, I, I go, I go to work and I go home and I, and I literally, I come out of my box of light of work and I, I just, I'm just Lisa and I like being Lisa and if that means locking myself in my house with my nearest and dearest, then that's where I'm happy. Um, so yeah, back in the day, there it was, it was, it was mayhem. It was constant and, you know, we always say all of us: Dominic who plays Paddy, Mark who plays Marlon, all us old timers on the show. Old-timers. Old-timers, yeah. If there had been iPhones back in the day, yeah, we'd probably be sacked. (laughs) Cancelled. Do you know what I mean? It'd be (laughs) like... I remember there was a bar in Yeadon in Yorkshire that we used to go to called the post office, and we just used to have our own area, and it was just like we'd walk, and because it was safety in numbers. It was complete safety in numbers, where as the cast, we'd all be together, you know, and we'd been filming few bottles of wine and then probably back to our house because we all share I shared with all the boys we had a, we had a shared house it was on, yeah, with Tim Vi- when Tim Vincent bless him he was in the show nicky evans yeah we we all shared a big house together and yeah it was it was it was like it was like the the bunker house but it was fun and it, it would never change but more on a serious note, um, when I returned to the show, and I, and I was never ever, as you know, I was never going to return. I'd you say. weren't. No, 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 and and it was it was Jane. And Seventeen years out is a long time. Yeah, I know, I know. But I think what it was, I when when Jane asked me, and at that point there'd been eight producers prior who'd said, "Please come back," and my agent said, "No, no, 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 no," and, and I was like perfectly happy saying no and I meant it I mean you were doing some really gritty great work as well thank you so there was yeah. no need for you to go back no yeah. it had to be f- the right reason the yeah. right storylines yeah and even when I decided to go back I still wasn't going back and Jane who I'd worked with uh, Jane was exec on Waterloo Road when I did Waterloo Road and um I think she's ace she's got a really good dynamic in her in her in her role and in her title and she's so approachable and she's like I, I say but like, Emmerdale's like a tent right and she's like the pole in the middle and if without that, it, we'll fall yeah. And she's really strong. She's there for the crew and everybody. everybody I love it. So she took me out in London for lunch and she's chatting and she gave me some ideas on storylines. And I was like, mm, she's like, do four months for me. I was like, don't want to, don't want to, don't want to. She's like, do four months. I was like, mm, don't want to. Did it, loved it, and just loved it. Like, I know it wasn't the show that I'd left. yeah right? And I was a better me. I was a new version yeah. of me. I wasn't that kid when I left, you know, that, that needed to leave and then go and do You've Been Framed and what have you. But I. I just knew I'd made the right decision. The people, the crew were just amazing. Anyway, story after story, she sold it to me and she's like, look, we've got these ideas. And here I am sat with you in four and a half years back and I'm just like, they're still giving me mind-blowing storylines. Like, obviously now we're doing the really serious story of the year, which was Paddy with the attempted suicide and Mandy being the rock that everyone needs at a time like that. But going back to what you said of association to me was when we had the lockdown episodes so we'd spoken uh um any all the ideas were going to be we going to be spoken about and Kate our exec producer she came to me and she said look this is a hard conversation we're going to have but I'm just going to put this to you do you know the statistics of women under 30 who have had hysterectomies have no womb can never have children do you know the number of girls under 20 that because of whatever reason and I was like, no, no, no. And I looked, and I was like, well. She said, we want to play the infertility storyline. And there's no one that can do it other than you. Because it's Mandy. She, you can do the comedy, the hide behind the bravado. And also, you can play the raw and the raw emotion. And of course, I've got goosebumps now. Um, at this point, and it's been well publicized, I've had four fail, massively failed attempts at IVF. And for any woman out there that's been through what I've been through, it's horrific you know you do feel when you find the one and I was always one I'm never gonna have kids and then I, I really wanted them and I knew it was the right time and I knew it was the right person and in my career I could make it work because I was going back to Emmerdale I could you know I could have help you know as well you had a base to work from yeah yeah, yeah but so the stars aligned yeah in terms then, of
0: what you wanted
2: yeah and then every domino you know it fa- oh yes, it, I'm fell sorry. Over. it was horrendous but Kate said to me, you know, you don't have to do it. But, and I was just like, no, I've got to do it. I've got to do this story. So we had, we went out and we chatted Kate, with Kate. She was incredible. And she just said, is there any, any part of it that we can talk about? And I just said, I don't want it to merge. Obviously, that's Lisa and that's Mandy. However, there's one thing I want to tell you. That when you have been through what I went through personally, and I want to get this across, you feel like an unfinished jigsaw puzzle. And that line was put in. And I'm so proud. But then when it was... Ed, Kate. Oh my God! Those statistics that Kate had showed me—they—they they trebled. Like all these g- girls of 21, like really talking to me on social media, you know, sending me messages and like, thank you. And this has never been done. I've always felt so, you know, inadequate. I can't get a boyfriend. No one will touch me because I'll never be able to have children. And I've got to go in with that. And yeah, and I'm so proud of that storyline. Even to this day, you know, because they Plus always it's been come been very back hard it. for you to do as well. It awful. It was. It was awful. Ian Beavitt, one of, one of our brilliant directors I've worked with since I was a kid on Emmerdale, um, he knew, like, some actors, you do what you want. If you want to use tear stick, use tear stick. If you want to do it by yourself, you do wh- whatever you want to do to get to that emotion, you do it. It's your own it's your own business. No a one A tear judged. stick is what? A tear stick is basically a lipstick of Vicks, right? So if you imagine, like, a lipstick, yeah. and you can, like, rub it in the corner of the, the left eye in the middle of your tear duct, and probably after 15, 16 seconds... They'll they'll start to flow. So then you you can. Do you know? No, 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 tricky. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So all actors do different ways. Yeah. Um, And I mean, I do like to do. I do like to do it natural. I think you can feel it, and you get there. And we did the take, and Ian Bevitt just looked at me and just went, "Thank you." He just went, "Thank you." He went, "You've broke my heart." However, I know you've got one more in you. I was like, "What? What?" What? That? And it's a monologue like this about how it happened, how she became infertile, the operation, da, 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 how she's had to you know, realise she's never going to have children again in her life and how Vinny is the son she's never had even though they're not blood and this empathy and this warmth and love was played. And I went, what, you want one more? Anyway, I can't give Ian a big enough hug because I just took my foot off the gas. Everything that I'd learnt, the monologue, everything that I played, I just looked Bradley who plays my beloved son in Emmerdale. I looked him in the eye and I played the scene and that's the one that made the edit. Um. And it had more calm about it. It had more calm in the realisation of someone who will never, ever, ever, ever be able to get naturally impregnated, you know. And there's so many women out there. There are. And that's where soaps become really important. They
0: tell tell important stories. It helps people, not just... The, the women that would have been impacted personally by that, but the families that live um, amongst them, the, the fathers, the mothers, the brothers, the
2: sisters, you know, it helps everybody to have a bit more empathy. Yeah. And and it's also, it's like we're doing now with the attempted suicide storyline. What I've realised is with with a soap opera and then the added social media, and then because we work with things like Andy's Andy's Club for the mental health for men and the Samaritans, because we work all these like kind of things together, this like kind of... I call it like a fruit bowl, so everyone gets covered, and everyone mm-hmm. goes, "Oh well, if I need help, I can go there. If I need to talk, I can go there," and and it just plants little ideas in a way you can't say reality TV does that because it doesn't because it's reality, it's fake, yeah. right? Yeah. Whereas this, it, the, these stories are based on what's going on every day as we're sat here now, yeah, you know, and and I'm so blessed that me and Dom have been chosen to to tell this story because obviously when you think of Mandy and Paddy, you know, this lovable couple, full of fun, full of, you know, they're all giddy and happy this is this is really serious you know so as much as you can make people laugh and and they enjoy that to make them cry and to take them on like that, that long long story journey with you is is something that we, we you know I, I live for as an actor it's what Absolutely. I do I well, love how it. often do you get that I've been really I've been really lucky because I yeah the battery storyline and yeah I've been yeah. very very lucky since I've returned yeah you really have. Yeah,
0: yeah. After such a long time out. Yeah. So sometimes going back to the beginning isn't always a bad thing, is it?
2: I know. And now it feels everyone calls it my tipex moment. It's like it's like the tipex moment in the middle where I did everything I wanted to do and, and, and kind of ticked everything career wise, every box I wanted to do. Yeah. It feels like that tipex moment's gone. Yeah. Like as if as if it's never never changed. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you know, like that that, that that time that I've never been away now. Yeah, it's yeah, it's great. I love it. I love it. I love my job. I love it. And you can tell the writers love writing. In for her. That's the best thing. Well, because they know that you're going to knock it out of the park. I like it. Oh, well. Thank you. Blush. Oh, thanks for sharing
0: that. That's really important, I think, yeah. for a lot of women, for Absolutely. all those women out there that probably don't even talk about it, but just need to hear it sometimes. Yeah. Thanks, Lise. Thank you. Question number two. Are you ready? Oh, gosh.
1: Hold up.
0: Here we go, question number two. Professionally, you get to play someone you're not. Obviously, you're an actress, but in your own life, you've been no stranger to big transformations, huge changes and reinvention. And in no way more so than with your physical self, which is something you've shared with great candor, humor and emotion. So when you look back on the many transformations and changes you've been through, what have they added to your life that's made them worth the difficulties and the demands that they tasked you with?
2: that you've got to scuff your knee in life you've got to fall over you've got to really scuff but only you this is one lesson i learned so so strongly only you as an individual can put your plaster on your knees yourself no one else you can think they can people that are around you you've got to go out there and be a true the, the truest version of you no matter what anyone thinks right it takes guts though, right?
0: Because, you know, when you left Armadale initially, you went, I'm not an actress now, I'm going to go and be a presenter. Yeah. And you took over You've Been Framed, standing in the shoes of a very well-loved broadcaster with no a real... woman. Yeah, a woman doing it, who with no real kind of presenting experience. Yeah. That took guts. Yeah. That took real guts. Then just to, to hold out for some of those really big roles that you got and, and to try and shake off the She's a Soap Actress tag. Yeah you did that and then having the guts actually to say i've got nothing else to prove
2: i'm going to go back to emmerdale because this sounds right for now yeah yeah and also and with all that like with my my weight loss as well through all that weight loss journey as well you know and it was kind of different forms of me and you look at here i'm at 46 going you know well madonna's done it i'm gonna keep doing it you know keep reinventing but every aspect of my life i will give it a go because there's only one applause I want, and that's my own. I don't, I don't care. Like, can we swear? Can we swear? Yeah. Are we also, okay. So, yeah. I, in my house, I have a big, big pet poster. When you, and it says, "Don't be a dick," right? Yeah. That's my absolute mantra. Just don't be a dick, right? Yeah. It's, it's that simple. Because be if you thing. are, nah, right? Just don't yeah. be a dick, right? And then, literally, and the other, and it goes, you go into my hall, and on the left, and it just says, "I don't give a," and I don't give a shit. I didn't use it the one. The other one's a bigger word. So, it's yeah. I can say it. Well, I don't give a fuck and I don't give a shit. Right? <laughs> so that's the <laughs> and truth. And don't be a dick. Yeah, but but honestly, you know me. I, I just I don't I don't want to be something I'm not. I don't like it. I don't like insincerity and I don't like fake. So if I'm gonna put myself out there and, and keep changing and keep doing different roles and and however I want to do, whatever I want to do in my life, it's my it's my decision. Yeah, they're your changes.
0: That's what yeah. I like, Lisa, is that all the stuff that you've done is because you wanted to do it, not because you were trying to conform to expectations that others had of you. Yeah. You were very happy to own being a larger lady. Absolutely. Until you decided, actually, no, I want to change it now. Yeah. It was, it, there were, there was it, it was driven by the desire to be... In better health,
2: yeah, absolutely. Anything, and looking back, you know, I did get absolutely obsessed. I did, and and I've gone. To, I went. I, I was doing loose swimming at the time, That's right? And and I think you know. And then I did documentary and stuff, and I went really, really small. Like I look myself now, and you yeah. know, I did have a lollipop head. You know, I don't know that it suited you to be honest. I know, and everyone's and even now, here as I sit here, I swear on my mother's ashes. There's not one piece of botox, squirt of botox in my face, right? Is it not? God made me plump. Yes, literally
0: yeah, See, so yeah, I, th- I think you you look much healthier when you started to
2: lose some of the weight yeah now i'm where i want to be yeah yeah Yeah. and i'm this looks like you yeah and it's like i always say i live vicariously through mandy dingle where she does pound the drink back down like literally i remember how to play drunk um you know (laughs) and you know it's not that kind of she she is that girl she's she's the girl next door you want her to be cuddly and you know cute because that's who she is she's that girl next door and and i want to be that for everybody and and it goes hand-in-hand hand with the role and it's just finding that level of of comfortability within you yeah you know? and that's what I'm at people go they go oh, I just want a bit of your oxygen lease. it's like because I'm just so comfortable like anyone but how did you to get to that though what 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 was the by process? scuffing my knees and putting on my own plaster and yeah. losing mom because you know why I realized she was my biggest plasticate right oh. if I fell she picked me up and she put the cream yeah on me. and and she wasn't there anymore I had to fight my own battles. I had to win my own game, you know, and going back to what you said about you being framed, you know, back, that wasn't, that was unheard of back in the day, a woman primetime Saturday night, unheard of, you know, and then getting the figures that I was getting, it was, it was insane. And yeah. I'm, I'm terrifically proud of that. Yeah, you should be. But it's because as I sit here now with you, uh, I, I go to work, I do my job to the best of my ability. I work very hard, and I, I care. And and the uns that I work with, they know. Like they always go, you know, you've got to be on your lines if you at with Lisa. Like you know, you, and it's because I was them. I can, I, you know, I've, I've said about this in the press this week. Actually, it was one of the headlines about being Nana. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy to because I can say to them, you know, I was the girl in London coming out of Browns, sober, but my heel was in the grid and then I'm on the front page of The Sun paralytic. I wasn't. And I'm going, I wasn't. I wasn't. Whereas now they've got social media to go, I wasn't. I drove home. I was so, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's, there's, there's pros and cons with everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's just that real allowance of just being yourself. And if a magazine slags you off, right, someone's written that Someone's actually written that about you. And I, I, I spoke about this before, like when I got packed with my godchildren in Marbella, they cut the, go- the godchildren out, headline, Emma Whale, written by a woman. Emma Whale. It crucified me, Kate. Crucified they me. did Oh, they did. Yeah, they did. What magazine? No, it was a, pa- it was a Sunday, Sunday paper. Emma Whale. Emma Whale, That's written disgusting. by a lady. Yeah. Can you imagine that nowadays? Can you imagine that? Sad- Never. Well, sadly... But it does still happen. Uh,
0: no, not, it's, no, you're, not, you're not right, in actually. The same you're, way, no, you're right, actually. But
2: in the same way, if if
0: that makes sense.
2: So, for example, okay, last night's episode with Mandy and Paddy having in the world has gone nuts for it. It's given everyone the piece of cake they want. Right? Everyone's happy. It's the storyline they've wanted. And there was one journalist, one right? Everything is like gleaming, gleaming, gleaming. And it's not it's, it's. not the case of what she said, but she's picked up and it said viewers. It's the plural, the S. No, sweetheart. There wasn't a viewers. There's no plural. It was an R. It was w- one viewer. That's what it should have said. And it basically said, um, why are you putting two chubby characters together? That's fat shaming.
0: What? Hello? What? But do you not think that people are looking for reasons to find offence in everything sometimes? I think it's got... I think people. We apo-
2: yeah. We shouldn't make TV to keep apologising.
0: Yeah. No, but also it's like stop looking for reasons to be outraged the whole time. This is about two characters that have a long history. Right. We're married. Yeah. Exactly. You know
2: they they're just, they just are we're just telling a story. It's
0: exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. So sometimes people are just trying to poke
2: the bear. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be the bear. No.
0: <laughs> And I'm sorry they wrote that about you. That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's weird. There's, there's many... And I hope that that headline would never... I don't think that headline would happen today. But I still think that that level of misogyny exists, sadly.
2: Well, yeah, there was, there was one um, when I was still living in London, when I was doing Lee Swimming. So, again, they, they don't know. As I've, as I've come here, I've been filming Lorraine Kelly this morning, I've come straight here to you, right? Yeah. And I'm going straight up back up to film Emmerdale after. Either paparazzi is outside Lorraine or outside here right? They know my traffic. They know where I've been. This particular day, um, I walked out of my house in Notting Hill. I walked to the kiosk and I bought a flapjack this big, that 15 centimetres, right? No idea that there was a paparazzi hidden in uh, a white van, as they do when you can't see because they've got a black curtain and everything. And that goes on the front cover of a magazine headline, Lisa Riley struggling with weight. Right, no, my mum struggled going through chemo. Right? I wasn't struggling with my weight. But what they didn't know... Look, look Lisa Riley, having a snack I'm, in the middle I'm of a going day. To, I'm going to a kiosk, but what they didn't know is that was the day that I'd come out and I'd had a failed reading on my ex. Oh. Yeah. So, again, they, they don't know what's going on behind closed doors. They don't know what I'm going through, you know. And sorry that I didn't smile like I normally... You know, as I'm, I am like this a lot and I'm a very ha- positive person. But... That's the covering, and, and 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 there's times when I go, no, Lise, don't, don't, do not fight back. No, do not. But please have a tiny bit of awareness that you know I play a character on TV, and yes, we're in the public eye. And but sometimes people say, like, oh, we, well, you, you know, you're in the public eye. You know, you, you it's it, what comes with a job. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I, I don't. Even don't there, you know, that. after being in the you know the industry for years and years and years and years and years, you know, since I was twelve, I'm forty-six now. I, I really don't think since you were twelve. No. Yeah, you're quite right, and you're right to thoughtfully point this out. Yeah. So what you with the younguns at work? This is what I'm saying, to them, I go, look, look at that. Look what they did to me. Look what they wrote about me. And they go, the faces. Like, how, how how could how how could you come to work? How, because they can't believe it. Because they
0: they they would crumble. Because it is at the end of the day, you 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 do have to listen. It takes a long time to come to terms with um, being pragmatic about it. Not even pragmatic. That's the wrong word. And not being okay with it, because that's also not the right word. Toleration. Tolerating it. Toleration, yeah. yeah. Is that you just go, I mean, you read that Jeremy Clarkson article. (sighs) You go, I feel sorry for you if that's how your brain operates. If those are your your thoughts and opinions, then I I pity you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to be on the receiving end of it endlessly is erosive and destructive and... And if, if that has been your experience, um, then then yeah. Well, we've got hard. it. W- it's we've got it with my head around.
2: Yeah, we've got it with my gorgeous like work sister now, Lucy Pardes to replace Chaz, my cousin. You know, and Chaz has always been like you know front and centre of all the storylines. And you know what you have to remember is when you're in a soap, we are just a piece on a chessboard. You know, we are literally if if the producers say bungee jump, we've got to jump because that's the story they've given us. You know, we've got to do it. She is being vilified on social media right and it's it, they can't differentiate between the fact that she, she's lucy Pargers, she's not Chaz. it's a story right she isn't like that at all in real life she's <laughs> a dreamboat she's one you know we share a dressing room she's the most gorgeous woman you ever want to meet but i mean it's just like and i feel like i'm like we've got to be like girl guides together and like defend her and go please yeah. you know just stop yeah you know because it's a part. She, she's. It's a role. She's acting. Yeah, she's acting. Yeah. It's yeah.
0: <laughs> worrying that. It's a worry. And you keep on keeping on being like, you know, the brown owl of the Oh, males. I love
2: that. To oh. all those
0: young uns, educate I will. them yeah. and help them get their plates of armor
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: ready to deal with whatever comes in this industry. Because yeah. in 10 years' time, they'll be dealing with a different kind of social media platform and people will go, oh, you know, we'll be talking about Facebook like it was MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you ready for your third and final oh, question? I could see for our love chatting. This yeah, is brilliant. So I nice oh. so, like all those long coach journeys you <laughs> do And they're, like, bid-bid, 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 know, and they're like, can you get off the bus, you're here, like, hang on a minute, I'll phone you from the room. <laughs> exactly. Carry it on. Yeah, yeah. Love it. <laughs> number three in 2013 you released your autobiography it was called never judge a book by its cover which saw you sign off at a time in your life when you just competed on strictly you were coming to terms with the seismic loss of your mum and you were about to embark on the next chapter of your life if you had to update the book now with two additional chapters about what's happened since what would those chapters cover and what would you call them
2: okay um hang up with the party girl would be my chap that would be a big that was big wasn't it yeah yeah just t- put yeah the party girl needed to be you know still still laughed about and literally we dine out on these stories and i want to do that till the day i die you know cuz they're really funny stories um oh my god the stories that you used to bring to breakfast i'd be like <laughs> what?
0: No, I'd be up three times in the night with a toddler <laughs> yes. uh, trying yeah. to pick my eyelashes off. <laughs> and you go, oh, my God, we went to this club in Sheffield. I'm like, yeah. you did
2: what? Yeah, me and Craig just like disco dancing the night away. It's like fantastic. Um, but yeah, also what I did do was with all, with all my, my, my gay friends, they were a great sugar coating of froth, right? And all my boys were around me and they gave me attention. They gave me fake love at the time and so what i did was because i'd had so many at this point of the book right where you're talking i'd had so many failed relationships and i didn't trust anyone even to this day my owl would say that i'm with now and i've been with him for years and years and years right he would say now you've still got trust issues and i said it's true and it, th- that will never yeah, go you've w- been burned i mean
0: i remember you had you had a friends with benefit flatmates right who turned out to be gay yeah
2: <laughs> that will, was one will and grace one
0: yeah <laughs> Will and Grace won <laughs> without the dancing. Yeah. Then you had the... Lo- who was at that point in your life, the love of your life, who was jailed for conning elderly people out of money? <sighs> that was a bad one. Good God. Yeah. I mean, like, there was some... Yeah. Rotten apples in your fruit bowl, Lisa. Oh, babe. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A married man who went back to his wife. I mean, you put it all in the book. This yes. Is the stuff that's yes. There. Yeah. So
2: no wonder you had trust issues. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did. And so what I did was I just... I just kind of uh, uh, kind of fully said, this is never gonna happen to me, you know, and, and it was never ever gonna be a person out there for me. There was never, because, and I truly believe that, but I was fine with it. I've got friends now who are single and having the time mm-hmm. of their life, you know, older than me as well, yeah. you know, and don't feel that kind of need to be, to be in a relationship. I've got one of my dearest friends, a single parent with two kids, she has no intention of, you know, finding someone else, she's happy, yeah. you know? Whereas I didn't have the kids, remember, either. So I I was out there on my own with all my boys, just having a, a damn good time and a damn good giggle. Um, and they were giving me a support that I needed that wasn't, where, well, you know, you say as in that compatibility of your relationship. Um, and then, obviously, me and Craig were doing, Craig Revel Hull were doing Strictly. And um, yeah, we were, we were working them through friends and friends and friends all on Strictly. And then Al was there, and you're joking. Not Craig Revel Horwood got you eaten, it hooked. He up He tells that. the story, right? He, you know, right, this I is, didn't this is know this. How did I not know this? Okay, this is really weird, right? So you know this can't sound remotely twee. And if it does, you can actually hit me, right? So <laughs> you know you've got children, right? So you know that kind of Disney moment, that ding, right? I read some shit, right? You know, it's self-help books, right? Yeah. I, I, I get, I buy about fifty, and they all, they all contradict the last one I've read, right? But I just like them, right? Okay. Because I like to talk about them at work, right? <laughs> and so, so at this point, I've probably got about sixty different, you know, self-help books, self-help books right? And a lot of them are utter tosh, right? utter <laughs> utter tosh, right? And so, so stop you buying them, though, no? No, no. So. This particular night, we were all out with friends, and Al was there, he hadn't got a clue who I was. Love that, right? I love when people don't know who I am, right? Uh, because of my job, and um, and we we're just chatting away, and then this this mention of this book that I'd read, right, Dr. Brian Weiss. And Al just went, oh, I've read that. Ding, what? You read that shit that I read? Oh my god, I was like, what, 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 what? And I was like, oh, play it cool, play it cool, who are you? Okay, and leave it, right, and dance away. Left it. As we well know, in our industry, Kate, if you tell hair and makeup anything, they put paprika on the story and times it by 65. Am so was I right? he in the
0: band? Yeah, yeah. So he, he was, was in the, the Strictly band? Yeah, he was there, he was working. Yeah. I didn't know that bit either. Yes. So,
2: that... Oh. Not on the tour, no, on a different Strictly job we were doing.
0: Right, okay, I was going to yeah, say, surely yeah. I would have known if he was No, no, no,
2: no, 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 that was another one. Anyway. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on. So,
2: yeah, so basically, um, yeah, the following day, I'm there having the wig put on, and my hair and makeup, she says to me, she's like... um. Uh, Oh, we told we told him you were asking about a lot of questions. I was like, I wasn't asking questions about him. All I said was, "Who was saxophonist?" That's all I did. They put that much paprika on the story. That Al now tells me the story now of what they told him. They were like, "Rich fuzz." Oh my God! Do you know Lisa Riley? She's like, "No, no, no!" Oh my God! And like low, layers and layers and layers. And yeah, from that moment, played it really. So they cool. stirred the pot big time. Yeah, and I'm so grateful they did. <laughs> yeah. And and I just yeah i i i I wrote him i wrote him a a load of lists of books and i would literally put i put here's my list of shit enjoy reading them should you wish and from that moment on and then casually put my email at the bottom (laughs) yeah and yeah there you go so what he he then we played really cool yeah that was yeah then we just
0: hooked up in london like Real Al's got to be a chapter, right? Al's going to be a chapter in the autobiography.
2: Yeah, yeah. How how ridiculous is You Can Call Me Al, the song? But it's because, like, literally, I remember once, like, going... Like, singing that song, and it's so cringe. But, yeah, yeah, that would... Yeah, You Can Call Me Al, yeah. Because he's he's changed my life around as well. He's he's made me understand me more. And not everyone goes, oh, he, yeah, but he's filled the void of your mum. He's filled the void. If I hear that one more time, it drives me crackers. No, he hasn't. He's He's obviously... As in, in the sense of like he, the t- in time he came. Yes, oh my God, at the right time, you know. And when I'm crying and bawling and I'm really suffering, he's there. Amazing, you know. And he lost his beloved mum in June, you know. Oh, that, like, did he? Yeah, and obviously that's why I wasn't at the soap wars and work were amazing, you know, because I didn't, I didn't realise how much because I was there for him as well, you know. So, of course. Um, another, another chapter of our relationship together. Because, you know, yeah. he, he, he turned to me and he said, Lisa, I'm, I'm an orphan. Wow. No one's ever said that to me before. No one in my life has said that. Well, mm. my dad's getting older. I love my dad, as you well know, to bits. But he's not getting... And when someone says that to you... It hits. Wow. It hit me so hard, mm-hmm. and, yeah, work were just terrific. I went back, and this has been well documented in the press, and I think I went back, to, you know, t- too soon, and three days, and they went, right, go. And then, obviously, the Soap Awards, we won, and then they did a nice, you know, tribute, and they said, oh, Lisa should be here collecting this tonight. And, yeah, it was amazing. But it was
0: more important that you were with Al, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's why I'm so lucky with the people I work with that the, it's, you know, it's it's not... It, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't even questioned. They were just like, no, go. We will write you out, and they did, and, and I'm so grateful, Kate, for that because a lot of people just like you know get on the treadmill, keep going, keep going, keep going, yeah. but they didn't, you know, and I and I no, ended up having great. six weeks off and yeah, time. And when he, he probably needed, me. needed, yeah, he needed you, yeah, and I needed him, yeah, because it's it's a it's your quiet,
0: loss too, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So tell me about Al. Uh, you know, you 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 bonded over um, self help books, <laughs> but how did
2: how, how what how is he so different to he says no to me. He's the only, not even I don't see man or woman, he's the only person alive, excluding my beloved mum in heaven, who says no, and that's what I needed. I didn't want someone, in my job, and you know this, there's a lot of people that pander to us, and you know what I mean, and, and that's been my life in the public eye, right? I'm treated very, very well, because I work hard in my job, and it's, it's a respect thing. Um, but sometimes people are like, oh, yes, 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 and I need a no person, and I didn't realise how much I need a no. Whereas... You can't go through this world going, well, I, I, you know, I like the Flintstones. I like the Flintstones. Well, I don't like the Flintstones. Say it then. You know, admit it, you know, whereas a lot of people just g- go with the flow. And one lesson I've learned so massively is I absolutely loathe go with the flowers, right? It's my worst thing ever. You know when you're in company, right, and you know you've spoke to someone else and they've said, I don't like the Flintstones. Why am I using the Flintstones? <laughs> but is, it, is, it, is this something that's big at home with you, too? <laughs> Wilma. Bam, bam.
0: <laughs>
2: Red. <laughs> but <laughs> they're, literally, they're literally right. It's, I've been in company so many times where someone has said to me, as, as, as a one-on-one, I said, I don't like, I'm using Flintstones again, I don't like Flintstones. Then that person goes in company and goes, oh, yeah, 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 I love it because they go, and I have to flag I go, well, it's fake, right? What are you doing? people-pleasing? Why are they doing that, Kate? T- to be liked. Oh, sick in your mouth. Sick in your mouth. <laughs> sick in your mouth. No. See that that's that that's I have a real problem with that. That's my So he
0: he stands up to you then. He gets yeah, you yeah. and um, he's
2: made me realise that that you know there are times when I'm on a train and I will have filmed a 13 and a half hour day and I've got I've still got six scenes to learn. And I'm tired and people go, Oh, you're not that you're not that bubbly in real life. And it's like no, I'm I'm sorry, I'm just really tired and I'm never rude, I'm never rude. But I wouldn't be like, Hi no, because I'm I'm just tired. You know, and I'm allowed. Culturally, how does it work? Because he's American. Yeah. Slovenian-American. Yeah. Slovenian-American. Slovenian-born, yes, yes. Wow. Yeah, so he's lived in America most of his life because he left at 21 for his career. So did
0: he move here for you? And No, we
2: still, still, commutes, still commutes and still goes back to America. You're joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereabouts in the States does he live? Uh, Manhattan. Nicely. Yeah, yeah, it's ni- Mrs. Maisel, as I call it. That's my Mrs. Mrs. Maisel life, yeah. So you go back and forth as well? Well, no, I can't. When I can, yeah. But obviously, with work, it's it's very hard. But yeah, last last year we went back. Yeah. So he's here most of the time, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the good thing. See, we're actors. I I found a gypsy, you see, because we we kind of another one. Yeah. 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 Someone because sometimes be as transient as you. Yeah, who gets it, you know, because I'm. there'll be days when I'm doing 3 a.m. till, you know, 3 p.m. till 3 a.m. and coming in at 5, really, really all giddy because I've I played Mandy Dingle, but I've done a night shoot and I've got to, like, wind yeah. down, and before you know it, it's coming daylight again, and he does, he, he gets it, he understands, you know, he gets me and my isms, and, I, and I'm not perfect, I say that all, you know, you know, I know I'm, I'm quite, I'm bossy, you know, I know that about myself, but I say that with a smile on my face because I own it yeah did you meet him before you hung up the party girl routine uh, it was the it was the half half dwindle I was about to get on the m sixty two but I was on the m six <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was yeah i was i was in in the weaning stages yeah oh we talk about there was one time we went on holiday together and we we had so much wine together it was ridiculous and then i knew i was like no 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 i don't want this anymore and and then it's like anything when you had the wine it made you more loose-lipped but i think again with my trust issues i didn't want to let my guard down yeah because even before and i've talked about this a lot i used to i used to test men i used to have like questions like, I once told myself, sorry if this sounds really ridiculous, right? Like, a bit like um, a Miss Marple thing. Like, I was trying to test them for what reason were they even talking to me. Like, that everyone had an un- underlying agenda. It wasn't, yeah, yeah. And that's because when you've been stung by so many bees, you know, yeah, you just think, that's it. That's it. You know, they just want to walk the red carpet for the Inside Soap Awards and get a free suit. do you know what i mean but it's true it's true so how did you test him many tests yeah and he won them all the bugger (laughs) yeah yeah because he because i think he's that laid back he's falling over right right? and and that and because i'm you know catherine wheel you know that's what that's what oil and water really that's what works and that's yeah. what I needed you know who and who will come to the football with me you know and who loves travel like I do you know like the world is, is both our oxygen I've, I found you know I found my little travel buddy ah, who, that's you know nice. I've got because I, I had friends that would look at a view in a cliff and go what's that is it just a bunch of rocks whereas like that's my natural high but yeah. is that to me is my and none of my friends get it I, and that's another one of those moments I had with him, like going, he gets it. Yeah. And 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 I like, and that keeps me alive. Do you trust him? I do. Yeah. That's really good, Lise. I do. You yeah. have to. Yeah. Ha- here comes a however. However, you just know you don't know. No, of so course I, you don't. I, I, that, see, I've still got trust issues. I have. Yeah. Because you just don't look at Vanessa recently. Oh, God, love. I her. mean, I love her to death. I would never, I never have called that. Do you know what I mean? No. So you well, just
0: don't you'd be a know, fool, right? If you've got a treasure like Vanessa by your side, yeah, not treated with the yeah. love yeah. and respect, more fool them if they, yeah. You're trusting him more than you've
2: ever trusted before. Yeah, well, I mean, we've been at it many years now, so I think. How yeah. many years has it been? It'll, this this June will be ten years. Blimey! <laughs> oh my god! I know. I must be doing something right, and I am bossy. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am. It's nice to see you in such a good place, 10 years on. Wow. From the chaos of that time, which, by the way, you must give yourself some credit for. You handled yourself really well, Lise. Thanks. You were dealing with the greatest loss that you've ever experienced in front of 20,000 people day in, day out. Kickball changing. (laughs) (laughs) Casual Casual stupid.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But
0: getting through it, and look at where you are now. I commend
2: you. Oh, bless you. You're a and dream.
0: It's, it's good to see you back in the Dales as well. Back rev- reviving Mandy and bringing her mm. to, you know, and a whole new audience with some really, really great storylines
2: that you probably couldn't have played if you hadn't taken 17 years out. Oh, my God. You took the words out of my mouth, right? I say this all the time. The lesson learnt um, of playing, and, and there's listen, there's nothing wrong with, with, with being in the soap for, for, you know, 30, 40 years, whatever it may be yes the the big big gap of all the work I did did me the world of good as in portraying honesty to roles and honesty to stories
0: especially you know. with I mean th- it's three girls isn't it yeah well. three girls was a, a story that you had such a responsibility to tell properly yeah. b- because I mean you explain you explain the premise of the show because it's it's a story that everybody knows
2: yeah um so basically um the the story was it was a three part of BBC that w- we never thought was going to be made and and thank God the BBC was so so you know brave to tell the story and it was the um the molestation stories of the girls in Rochdale from various taxi drivers who had a, there was a, a racket going on and they were being groomed and uh, molested for uh, over four and a half years and they were never believed because of circumstances where they were living and they were judged and they weren't believed and they were called liars they were called white whores um and the list goes on and we got the script and uh, to this day it's, you know they, they say now it's still going on but what we did in the proudest moment of my entire career when people talk about all the awards i've won and and all this and they go no 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 the proudest moment of my entire career is we gave now obviously for the show we had to, we had to amalgamate the story so therefore it became three girls but we gave those 16 girls we gave them their voice and that's my proudest moment of my entire career literally nothing will ever beat that because we live with the real us of part of the part of the drama and and just wanting to do it right and and I'll never ever forget you know when I'm given a script and I work on it and I can put different you know traits of, of what I believe the character but I remember saying to the producer one day when we were doing the scene where was the scene with the fetus where she'd been raped they played my youngest daughter and and th- she said, the producer said to me, least they want to watch the scene be made. And I went, I can't have them behind the camera. I can't, I can't, I can't. So they were on set, the girls that were They were on were set, yeah, and mum, real life yeah. Lorna, real life Lorna. And, uh, and I was like, why of all scenes? And I was, and I, I went back and I spoke to Al about it funnily that night at the hotel. And I said, I, I, I don't think I can deal with this, that they're there. Anyway, I spoke to the girls, the real life was. And I said, I don't know how this... It's, you know, I don't know how I feel about this because, you know, I want to do it right. And she said, but Lise, without that evidence of the fetus, we wouldn't be sat here today. So, it was <sighs> so wow. And every time I've watched it so back. It was back, important to them. It was so important because that was the only piece of evidence that over all that time. The only time, you know, because they were disbelieved over and over again. And when people watch it now, because it's, it's available to still, I always say to people, oh, please don't watch it. It's three hours. It's too harrowing. You know, and I'm in it, and I know it, and and I've seen the case study. Like it's like this, you know, it's thicker than a big sandwich, you know, and all, all the it's the truth. It, you couldn't get away with it because it. it Is was it still available for people to watch? Yes. Yeah. 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 I would encourage people to do so. Yeah. Yeah. It's and Maggie Oliver, who obviously, which was Leslie Sharp's, the, the the cop of the real, you know, what Maggie does now, because she, what she still does for all the girls still in the north. It, oh my God. You talk about take your hat off that woman. I would literally throw petals where that woman walks, the respect I have for her, because she's given her life to support the people. And it's not like underprivileged. I hate that. It's not that. She's because she has a heart bigger than the ocean. She cares, mm. you know, because she wants these girls to have a voice and be heard. And to, to go on in life. Yeah. Not be defined by it. Yeah. Not be held back by it. Yeah, there was there was one famous line in episode three when it's at trial and it, it really sticks with me. And they, they say, what makes you... The biggest animals of this this story is because you weren't preying on the ones who were having hot chocolate before bed, that were having their their bedding pulled up, that were having a nighttime story. You were you were preying on the ones who had none of that. No, you know, didn't even have a curfew. You know, and I think that's when it hits home to you, just mm. the, the the revulsion of it pure revulsion
0: so actually if we are talking about the two extra chapters in your updated autobiography <laughs> maybe that one needs to be in there as well yeah yeah maybe we need three yeah <laughs> oh it's just yeah and wonderful just work at cheers bobs yeah keep thank it you.
2: up i and, hope so and thank you for thank you by today it's been so nice to i've got a little train back to Leeds. i just want to sit in that ring all day oh, no. long it's like therapy i love it <laughs> and I'm, i've been very hydrated even though I've, i don't have any wine <laughs> I know. yeah with my coffee my water and my elderflower it's been even
0: are we <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you so much thank you gorgeous lovely to see your sweet face Me too
0: oh. A huge thanks to Lise for coming in today. And don't forget, you can catch her and the rest of the Emmerdale cast on ITV1 and ITVX. And if you'd like to listen in more with other chat featuring great actors, why not take a scroll through our back catalogue where you'll find episodes with Alan Cumming, Daisy May Cooper, Hannah Waddingham, Tracy ann Oberman, Ellie Taylor, Jason Fleming, Sally Lindsay, Charlie Brooks, and many, many more. My thanks to you, as always, for your company and to Maria Nibs and the Yahoo Studios team who produced the show with me. Editing is by Eleanor Humphrey and our music is courtesy of Andy Bell. I'll be back next Friday with more great guests. Until then, thanks for listening.